0: Hi everybody, this is Jimmy DeYoung. Have you got a moment? I want you to take a look at the book with me. We have the unique opportunity through this podcast to allow you to hear a portion of a series I have entitled, A Middle East News Update. It's basically looking at the last book in the Old Testament, the book of Malachi. We talk about the messenger and the message of Malachi, Two brothers, two states, two temples, and two witnesses. Now today, we're going to be talking about two brothers. How do they play into end-time prophecy? Those two brothers would be Jacob and Esau. We're going to take a moment to listen to our study, and then I'll come back and tell you how you can have your own copy of Malachi, a Middle East News update. That's the five-part, five-hour series on the book of Malachi. Let's listen right now, and then I'll come back and talk to you a bit more. And so now he's going to move him out and move him into this area. By the way, just before we leave chapter 36, let me show you who the grandson of Esau was. Notice here in verse 12, And Timnah was concubine to Eliphaz, Esau's son, and she bare to Eliphaz Amalek. Underline that. Amalek, these were the sons of Adah. Esau's wife. We move next to the 17th chapter of the book of Exodus. In Exodus chapter 12, we see uh, the exodus out of the Egyptian bondage where they had been for 430 years. They leave under the leadership of Moses. They make their way towards the promised land as they are traveling, they come into the edge of the wilderness. They come to a place called the Rephidim. That's chapter 17 of the book of Exodus. There they're going to be confronted by descendants of Esau, the Amalekites. Amalek had fathered a people. And as they start to move towards the promised land, they are going to be confronted, the Israelites are, by the Amalekites. At Rephidim, you might well remember the story. That's where, in the valley below, the Amalekites came to destroy the Israelites. While they were fighting, Moses, Aaron, and Hur were standing up on the mountaintop. As Moses would lift the rod of God above his head, the Israelites were winning. When he tired and started to lower the rod below his head, then the Amalekites would win. He would pick it back up. The Israelites would win. Finally, he was so tired holding this rod of God above his head, Aaron and Hur, his brothers, held it up with him. I'll hold your arms, they say. And the Israelites were able to basically win the battle. They didn't destroy all the Amalekites. We know that because some escaped. Some escaped. And uh, one of the first prophets in the Old Testament is going to have a message from God. Go to the book of 1 Samuel. Samuel, one of those prophets of Israel. In Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 15 We see what God's plan for these Amalekites would be as they continue on. Look at 1 Samuel chapter 15. This is Tracy now, just descendants of Esau. Samuel also said unto Saul, Saul the first king of Israel, The Lord sent me to anoint thee to be king over his people, over Israel. Now therefore hearken unto the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he laid wait for him in the way when they came up out of Egypt. Now that's rehearsing what we just looked at in Exodus chapter 17. He said, I remember that. Now here's a message from God to you, Saul, first king of Israel, verse 3. Now go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not. But slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass. In other words, kill them all. Kill the men, the women, the children, the sucklings. Kill all the animals. Kill everybody, including King Agag, the king of the Amalekites. Well, Samuel leaves, having given the command from God to King Saul. Come back a couple of days later. Hey, uh, King Saul, follow through with the command from God. That he gave me to give to you i did all of a sudden bad. the bleeding of sheep in the background And Samuel said what's that king Saul? Oh, that's that's uh, that's uh, one of the sheep that belonged to the amalekites why didn't you kill it i told you he said oh i thought we had saved it was perfect without blemish without spot we could use it as sacrifice King Saul is then told by the prophet Samuel, it's better to be obedient than offer sacrifice. Now let me ask you, did you kill King Agag? No, I didn't kill King Agag. He has money. We can use it. Who do you think you are, Samuel? Samuel said, I'll show you who I am. Get Agag over here. He gets Agag over there, and Samuel looks at Agag and said, your sword has made many mothers childless today. I'm gonna make your mother childless. Look here with me at the 33rd verse of chapter 15. And Samuel said, As thy sword hath made women childless, so shall thy mother be childless among women. And Samuel hewed Agag into pieces before the Lord in Gilgal, just over in front of Jericho, right basically on the shores of the Jordan River and the Sea of Gal and the Dead Sea. And so, Agag. Was chopped up in little pieces because God said to destroy the Amalekites, including their king Agag. Well, of course, he didn't destroy them all. Some of them got away. Go to the book of Esther. Let me show you the book of Esther. In the book of Esther, we're going to see the result of not killing all the Amalekites when you're given the order. King Saul, by the way, not only are you disobedient, but you lose your throne you're no longer king. I've selected another. That's another story for another day. Remember Esther, don't you? Esther? Well, Ahasuerus had a beautiful queen named Vashti. He's calling his cronies in from his 128 provinces. They're coming in. They're going to have a, a big gathering. And uh, and the king Ahasuerus wanted Vashti to dance before them. and She said she was not going to do it. Ultimately, his leadership decided, including, by the way, a man named Haman, that indeed they had to get rid of the queen. So they select another queen. Her name is Esther. He didn't know she's a Jewist. And a very interesting uh, story unfolds, a precious love story, the protection, God's sovereign protection over the Jewish people. It's a beautiful story. But what I want you to look at is chapter 3, verse 1. Now, let me just, again, set the scene for you. What happens? Why does this all come about that they're going to kill all of these Jews? Because one day, Haman the second in the kingdom comes walking through the gate, and seated at the gate was a man named Mordecai, cousin to Esther. As, king, as, as the assistant to the king, Haman, comes walking in, the foreign minister of that nation everybody bows except old Mordecai. Haman said, you didn't bow for me. Mordecai said, you're pretty perceptive, buddy, and I ain't going to bow for you. I don't bow for anybody except God. I walked on in and Haman goes in. to King Ahasuerus. Remember how we got rid of Vashti? Had a problem with her. We got to do something with these Jews out here. They didn't bow to me when I walked in. That's showing disrespect, not only to me, but to you, King Ahasuerus. Well, what do you think we ought to do, Haman? I think we ought to write the law of the Medes and the Persians and wipe out all the Jews. And so that law was written. And all of a sudden, now they're in a position where they've got to deal with something. Now, that's how the rest of the story unfolds. Look at chapter 3, verse 1. And after these things, did King Ahasuerus promote Haman, the son of Abadatha, the Agagite? I know history is not that exciting, but have you been paying attention? What I've just told you was Haman, the Agagite, was a descendant of Agag, who was the king of the Amalekites, who was a descendant of Amalek, who established the Amalekites, who was the grandson of Esau, Esau, Amalek, Agag, Haman, all of them killing Jews, that lowest common denominator. Oh, by the way, Haman had a great, great, great grandson. His name was Herod the Great, who said, I'll kill all the Jewish boys under two years of age, and I'll get rid of that king of the Jews. I'm the official king of the Jews. And so you see it being traced. Past significance of Esau and Jacob, two brothers, one loved, one hated, was that they were establishing a people that hated the Jews. and what, what did Esau said? When my daddy has died and we pronounce Sheva, that's a Hebrew word for seven, seven days of mourning. When we pronounce Sheva, I'll kill my brother. And his daddy, Isaac, saying, here's your blessing. You're going to serve your brother. You're going to live by the sword. And you're going to shed the blood of your brother past significance. And here's old Malachi talking about it. Pay attention. That's the past significance. Thank you for taking a moment to take a look at the book with us today. Malachi, a Middle East News update, is what we have been studying. And we've been talking about the two brothers that God told their mother would become peoples in the end times and play a key role just prior to the return of Jesus Christ. Well, there's much more to study in this five-part, five-hour series, Malachi, a Middle East News Update. Actually, it's like reading from the front page of the newspaper. You need to study this book, and you can have your own copy by calling our toll-free number or going to our website and making a purchase of Malachi, a Middle East News Update. Our toll-free number is eight seven seven six seven four three two nine. That's a toll-free number from all across America. Or you can go to our website and make your purchase that way. The address of our website, www.prophecytoday.com. This is Jimmy DeYoung thanking you for taking the time to take a look at the book with us. You know, Malachi, with his Middle East News update, written some 2,500 years ago, is like reading from the front page of the newspaper today, All Evidence that Jesus Christ could be coming very soon. Remember, before he comes back to the earth, the rapture takes place, and we're caught up to be with him in the air. And that rapture actually could happen at any moment. Having said that, nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until.